NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, all right. Welcome into Up One Game. LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushman's out of Plexico Burris. As you heard, the intro, intro us in. It's a great Saturday, December 18th. If you can't listen to us where you're listening to us right now, tell a friend to check us out on FoxSportsRadio.com. You also can get us on the iHeartRadio app, the Sirius XM 83 channel. Got a lot to get to today, guys. Man. Have some reactions in a few moments to the Chargers Chief game. Urban Meyer, that's a big topic. We'll be talking about that, uh, yeah, quite a bit. And actually, we'll be bringing on a, a legal expert in, in Brian Claypool in the second uh, second segment to talk about, you know, from the legal side of it. So I'm, I'm excited for that. We're going to get to uh, this this uh, Paul and, and Woodley two fight. We're, we got a lot to get to, fellas. I mean, how how y'all feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Uh Nice sunny morning out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you know, not a, not a cloud in the sky. I feel yeah. great. Can can you oh, say man. the same thing, Flex? <laughs> it is the exact opposite. Mm. But what is it? What is it? Probably seventy-two out there. It's probably twenty-seven here. So all you got, all you got to mm. do is just switch <laughs> the numbers it around. It literally is exact opposite. All right, right. Okay. you got to split the numbers, switch the numbers around, and, and that's what I'm dealing with. Oh man, hey TJ, um, you know he could stay warm if he if he gets on that 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 thing you got going on, right? I, I was assuming. stay warm. No, he can feel his best. Oh, oh okay. Well, feel your best, brother. But, yeah, the supplement for driven men that supports healthy testosterone production to boost energy and strength. Visit mdriveformen.com for free shipping and a sixty day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Go get you some M Drive. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard TJ tell you go get you some M driving and get you some hair oil sheen so you can make sure that your hair is as shiny as, as TJ's. Um, is, this, is it shining, ball? It's super shiny, brother. It's super shiny. Hey, Plex, um, on the low, though, LaVar hair shining, too. He got he yeah, got that yeah, sheen. What? He got that sheen, too. I cut he, it up. He, he hit it with that pink, that, that pink moisturizing lotion. That uh, lotion. Hey, he I got, moisturized hey, he got it. that pink lotion in him. <laughs> Yeah, I moisturized it. I got tired of looking at ashy heads and and, and oiled up heads. I said, man, I got to do something to change my life around. So I just went ahead and chopped Mm. it up, put some of that moisturizer on there, hit it with the curl curl sponge, you know what I mean? I ain't going to be mad at it. If you want to take responsibility for it, but I don't believe that's who did it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go along with the story. We could go with it, and just for men doesn't work, don't hurt either. Hey, hey, hey guys, we got a lot to get to. We're going to get to this Urban Meyer uh, reactions, obviously. Um, but let's start here on on Thursday night. We saw we saw a pretty pretty uh, competitive game, and and could be foreshadowing of what we could expect for years to come out of two amazing quarterbacks in in Mahomes and Herbert. Uh, obviously, the Chargers came up short. They had a couple questionable fourth down deals. Some people can, you know, condoned it or, or, or were were supportive of it. Some people thought that it was the wrong decisions on taking those fourth down opportunities. Let's hear what uh, Coach uh, Staley had to say about it, and and then I would love to hear you guys' opinion on it. 
you know, I felt really comfortable with all those decisions. And, uh, you know, the first one, it's a you know, perfect pass. And, and, you know, just you have this, this really, you know, tragic thing happen, you know, on the way down. And, uh, you know, the one at the end of the half, I, I, I love that. And, and then it just, you know, we just missed Jared on the stick, you know. And um, that's the way we're going to play around here. That's the way we're going to play. And, um, you know, when we have a quarterback like ours and we have an offense like ours, that's the way we're going to play because that's how you need to play against Kansas City for sure. Um, and that's how uh, we're going to become the team that we're ultimately capable of being is, is by playing that way. And, um, you know, uh, I'm really proud of our guys. I thought like we competed like champions today um, and they made a couple more plays in the fourth quarter and in overtime than we did. But I felt like our guys laid it on the line tonight. And I'm very, very proud of them for that. All right, who got it? Who? What's your takeaway from that? I mean, they did come up short, but he, he doesn't sound to be any type of uh, remorse or po- apologetic or apprehension. He owned it. He owned it grown man style. Mm-hmm. I mean, you make a decision and you stick with it. And, it, and this is how it works. Had he converted one or two more, oh, well, those are great decisions. We're all Monday morning quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And we look at decisions that don't pan out. And we say, oh, why didn't he kick the field goal? I'll be honest, me personally, I'm getting points. The, the the NFL now, he's evolved into, man, if it's fourth and short, these dudes are going for it, and it's no hesitation. It's no timeout. It's no thinking. We're going for it. And so he didn't get them. But when you play Kansas City, I, I think these coaches and these teams, this is not the Kansas City of two years ago that is just unstoppable. They're moving up and down the field. Kansas City is having a hard time scoring so anytime you can put points on the board, you put pressure on them. Kansas City's defense stepped up and stopped them. It is what it is. But I, I, mean, I like it. If I'm an offensive player, it's fourth and short, I like it. You don't get it? Oh, it was a bad call. You get it? It's a great call. Mm. Oh, man, I wish I could get some playback to what I was saying about two months ago about the Kansas City Chiefs when LeVar basically came out and said the Kansas City Chiefs were finished. I do remember myself saying, I said, listen, I'm not worried about the Kansas City Chiefs because they've, they've been there before. If you look at their record, they were, I think they were going to play Dallas, Denver, and the Raiders. And I say they can very easily run off five or six games in a row and we're going to look up and they're going to be 10 and 4. And that is exactly what has happened, isn't it? Yes. It they ran off much. six in a row. They're, they're still the best team in the AFC to me, period, point blank. Because TJ is saying, listen, they're not scoring a lot of points, but they're winning football games. That's all that matters at this point in the season. And I will tell y'all this, but as far as the AFC is concerned and the NFC is, is concerned, where we are right now, the eventual NFL Super Bowl champion has already lost their last football game. Oh, wow. Oh, remember what I just said? You the eventual right NFL there. champion. Make sure you already that. They've Ryan. already lost their last football. Well, their last football game. Wow. Whoever won the Super Bowl is going undefeated from here. Hmm. Period. Point blank. And I said this about Kansas City for one reason. Steve Spagnuolo was my defense coordinator in New York. Yep. He is one of the most creative minds defensively that we've ever seen. And you look at his resume, two, two world championships in New York, one in Kansas City. Listen, if he can get to the quarterback without blitzing, if those, front, if those front four can get to the quarterback 
and create pre- and create pressure. He is one of the most dynamic defensive play callers that we've ever seen, and he can mix it up in the back end like nobody else, especially when you have a guy like Tyron Matthew back there basically floating around and being a, 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 the next generation Troy Palomalo. Listen oh, to what oh. I'm saying. The Kansas City Chiefs are for real in the AFC. They're the best team in the AFC. And I said it two months ago, I'm not worried about them. Andy Reid's a great play caller. And, uh, be, Eric Bieniemy will be a head coach one day. You have one of the, one of the best defensive, defensive coordinators we've ever seen. They're going to make a run. And a Super Bowl champion has Man. already lost their last football game. What, what, what you add, PR for uh, Kansas City onto your resume? Of, of no, listing because, you do? Because, because you were saying they were finished. I thought they was. They have I the mean, best quarterback in football. Hey, I might, I might be off on, on my off. timeline. On my timeline. Okay. On my timeline. But, but I will I'm say this. you know. I'm going to show respect where respect is due. I did not think that the way they have been playing and the way that their offense has been slowed down, that that was sustainable. I, I looked at them. Uh, they Their running game is inept. It, it's, it's, it's just really, really slim. It ain't, it ain't eating real well, you know. Um, and, and, and listen, for what it's worth – the Chargers, I like. I liked Staley's comments. I like liked his approach on it. I felt as though if you if you know that Kelsey and Hill are the ones you got to stop, they can't get the numbers that they were able to get, and you don't have a running game. You know, it, it just to me there were there were some things that if you look at it the right way and and you feel fill it out the right way. They should have, you know, they could have easily won that game against Kansas City, and 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 it, the the conversation be very different in, in my estimation. Now, I will say this: they have learned to to win ugly, and and maybe that's the best thing that they've needed is to learn how to learn uh, win ugly and also lean on their defense more than they've ever had to lean on their defense so I think they they become a much a much more dangerous team on the other side of the storm of what I felt was a a dive from from being as great a team as we've seen them be but I'm not certain of that I'm really not certain of that they have found a way to win but you know what the Chargers were right there to win the game in fact at times they were dominating Kansas City it's not the same team and 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 for what it's worth, I think that those coaches have have done an excellent job of of schematically figuring out how to get these games um, in the win column. But I'm just not so sure that that it it goes the way that you're thinking. Uh, this their last loss. I'm I'm not certain of that, but mm, we'll gotcha. we'll we'll find out. We'll see, and and we'll we'll you know we'll check that out. But here here's what we're going to do. Someone who is in the lost column that we got to get to and talk about is is Urban Meyer. Um, what we'll do is we'll take a break here because we're going to bring in uh, Brian Claypool, who is is an amazing legal analyst. He's appeared on a ton of uh, Fox shows speaking on civil um, situations and different things like that. It'd be great to get an expert opinion legally about what this firing represents. Um and we got a lot more to get to. We got legendary moments. You know, we got Tory Holt this weekend. I mean, man, that was that was a really dope, dope interview, man. You got big game, that. big game, Tory Holt. Man, I tell you what. Uh, so, so we'll get to all of those things and more. You're listening to Up on Game. Uh, yeah, it's TJ Hushman's eyes, Plexico Burris, and you know, 
what we do here is, you know, they they listen to me I every at the end of every segment talk about this this truck called Dodge Ram. Yeah, Dodge Ram, you know, it's that time of the year. And I'm telling you, when it's that time of the year, you got to get off the couch, people. You got to get into the stadium parking lots. It's bowl season. Go bowling. You know what I mean? Go go check out a bowl game. Um, pack your widescreen TVs. Load them up into your Ram truck. The brand that's redefining what a truck can be. Ram leads the pack in interior design, technology, and overall quality. In fact, J.D. Power just ranked the Ram as the number one rated brand in new vehicle quality in the entire automotive industry. First time a truck brand has ever scored that high. Ram trucks have a rugged durability, a haul, uh, whatever it is that you need. And it has a luxurious interior where you just don't even feel like you you pulling what you're pulling on the outside of the truck because you feel so comfortable on the inside of it. Get behind the wheel of a truck brand that will turn heads, in fact, everywhere you roll up to. Get ready for football with Dodge Ram. Learn more about what Ram trucks have to offer at ramstruck.com for 2021 J.D. Power Award info. Visit jdpower.com slash awards. We got a whole lot to get to, man. You know, <laughs> your boy Jake Paul, Paul uh, gifted, you know, Woodley um, at, at their little face-to-face uh, presser. We'll, we'll talk about what the gift was, how, how, how the fellas feel about getting gifted something so nice before you go to war with them. Um, and again, we got Brian Claypool coming up, legal analyst. And we will be getting on your head with James Jackson soon as well. So a lot to get to up on game. We'll be right back. Take a quick break. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Ooh. Happy holidays to everybody. Make sure you check out the podcast if mm. you missed anything. Up on Game. Speaking of podcasts, Up on Game is expanding. It just launched its second station, its second channel, Up on Game Presents. That's amazing, exciting. Make sure you check it out. It's new. It's innovative. It's cool content. Great up-and-coming personalities. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, leave a comment. Yeah, all of that good stuff. And speaking of talents, uh, to, to come on to the show, well, how about this? Because I'm sure he's probably the same guy that, that uses what you use, TJ. So let, let, the, let the people know about what you be using to feel good, and then we're going to bring in our, our guest next. How about that? I perform my best with M-Drive. Oh, wow. The supplement for driven men that supports healthy testosterone production to boost energy and strength. Visit mdriveformen.com for free shipping and a 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Get you some M-Drive. Man, it sounded like you needed some M drive to get through that read, brother. You, you sound a little tired, like 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 nah, M drive ain't hit you the right way. I, hey, I mean, maybe I'm a, maybe you just really relaxed. You did say it was a beautiful Saturday morning. I mean, man, TJ, you real relaxed hey, today. I like it. Man, I'm getting sleep so much sleep now, man. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to bed. You ain't really a sleeper. That's a nah, no. Nah, I mean, I'm nah. getting I'm getting a good eight hours every night now. Well, you know what you don't do? You don't get eight hours when you're a legal analyst, civil rights attorney, regularly appearing on legal commentary with various uh, Fox News shows. Uh, You can check this next guy out, my guy, my friend, my homie. Uh, Brian Claypool. You can you can check him out at Brian.Claypool on IG. Let's bring him in. We got to get to this Urban Meyer conversation. Brian, how you doing this morning, man? Good, good, LeVar. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Love your show, by the way. Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on to talk about this uh, interesting uh, 
I, I don't know if we could say surprising change of events, but the Urban Meyer uh, situation is now underway post-Urban Meyer era starts in Jacksonville. There have been a lot of things said uh, about the situation. Um, I wanted to bring you on and give the guys the opportunity to possibly bounce some questions off of you as well in terms of the legal ramifications that are, are ensuing based off of this firing and, and maybe how it was handled by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, you bet. I, I, I smell a little bit of breach of contract going on down in Jacksonville. Okay. There's a lot of money at stake, LeVar, a lot mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. How, much, how much money is that? Yeah, well, so so Meyer signed a five-year contract. I think his salary was between ten and eleven million dollars a year. And by the way, that put him at the top of the list with uh, guys like Bill Belichick and uh, Pete Carroll. And so he, so what happened is Meyer served close to one year in his contract. So he's got four years left on his contract. So you've got about forty plus million dollars at stake. So I bet you anything, there's going to be a legal battle. Uh, Shad Khan, of the uh, owner of the Jaguars, I'm sure his legal team, LeVar, is going to say that we fired uh, Urban Meyer for, for cause. And just so your listeners know, for cause means that there was a good reason to fire Meyer other than his 2-11 and record. For example, he allegedly kicked a player. That's not good public image for the NFL. So if the Jaguars say, hey, we fired you, for cause Urban Meyer, we're not peeing you that $40 million. So, it, so just so your listeners know, typically if a coach gets fired, let's just say for a bad record, whether NBA or NFL, and there's four years left on their contract, the owner's got to pay those four years. But there's going to be a battle now, and Urban Meyer's going to say, hey, wait a minute, you didn't fire me for cause. You fired me because I was 2-11, and 11, and I want my $40 million. Mm. Brian, how, how you doing, man? This is TJ. My, my question is this. What is Urban's Meyer best course of action? Quick to the point, this is why I deserve my money. Is it the record? Because they're going to point to all the other stuff. And how does he combat that? Yeah, great question. Yeah, Urban Meyer's best defense is you fired me because I was 2 and 11. Let's look at these incidents, TJ, what they're talking about, because I think some of them are hypocrisy. The first one was, oh, he brought in Tim Tebow to try out for a position that he doesn't play. Really? Is that legal cause, TJ, to fire somebody? Hardly. Okay, the next one was, I think the Jaguars got fined $200,000 early in the season because of alleged nefarious business or on-field practices. That That was pretty mysterious. We don't really know what that was about. That's hardly cause to fire somebody. Then we've got the big, you know, 500-pound gorilla in the room. Oh, Urban Meyer stayed in Ohio. Remember that, TJ, after one of his games? <laughs> he stayed in Ohio, hung out with his family. I mean, we're, we're not talking about teenage kids playing on a football team. He stayed at home for a couple of days. These guys flew back. But the big allegation is, oh, he was out with a woman, and he's married. Well, let's check that, check that out. When I first heard that, TJ, my initial thought was, was he at a strip club? Was he, like, was he with a dancer at a club? Hardly. He was out at a restaurant, right, with his family, and a girl pulled him out on the dance floor. That, mm. that, that, yeah, that's, a, that's way different, dude. And check this out. Check, check out the hypocrisy in the NFL. Last time I checked, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, allegedly, mm. he worked, allegedly is down in South Florida getting massages. He's still the owner of the New England Patriots. 
white privilege owners seem to me to have a different kind of measuring stick than than coaches and players. So so I I think that's going to be the big issue here with with the the dancing. And then and then and then let's talk quickly about this last one. I think it's pretty comical as well. A former kicker, I think Josh Lambeau. Oh, Urban Meyer kicked me in practice in August. Right, that's an preseason August. game. Preseason, yeah, pre-season game. game. Yeah, how many months ago was that? Right, that's before the season started. Right, I guarantee you, TJ, if the Jaguars were eleven and two instead of two and eleven, we wouldn't even be talking about any of this. So, so, and then why wasn't that investigated? Why wasn't mm-hmm. the alleged kicking of Lambeau investigated? Where, where's the due process for, for Urban Meyer? We just want to kick him to the curb. curb. I'm not saying he's a great guy. I don't know the guy. But look, where's the due process on that? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you there's going to be a legal battle, and the Jaguars are going to use that as an excuse as well. Oh, you're out, you're out womanizing. You're kicking players, which is against policy in the NFL. But yet no investigation of that at all. Hmm. Yeah, I just believe it's going to be a long drug drug out process because I I don't know what his contract entails, but I do know and understand that all coaches' um, contracts are guaranteed. So I just don't see how the Jacksonville Jaguars are are not going to have to pay him the rest of his salary because it's basically in the contract. And and with the kicker coming out, Lambeau, after he gets fired, he says, oh, he kicked me. But that's not a justification of why, a reason of why he got fired. So I just think that every, everything that you just said, uh, hanging out with the girl in the club and all of those things, the Jacksonville Jaguars is going to be a long drug out process legally. They're still going to have to pay Urban Meyer his money. And that's yeah, what I believe. That's a great point. You, and you use the great, a great legal term. It's called for cause. That's exactly right. I mean, all these coaches, NBA coaches, football player, <laughs> football football coach. I mean, they sign contracts. Think about it. You sign a contract for for a definite time period. Most people across the country don't have written contracts, right? They go to work, <clears throat> excuse me, and they're called at, they're called what's called at will employees, right? That means you can be fired at any time for any reason, except if it's if it's under Title Seven for any type of discrimination, right? You can be fired for any reason but for discrimination, and, and you're done. You don't get any more money, your history. But the coaches are treated different. And I agree with you that, he shouldn't, that the Jaguars should pay his contract. But I guarantee you what they're going to do, tactically speaking, is they're going to not pay him the remaining 40-plus years, force Urban Meyer to file a breach of contract lawsuit, and then try to reach some, some kind of settlement. But, you know, one last point I wanted to make, what really troubles me about this Urban Meyer story, I've read so many articles about how, how inept Urban Meyer was in creating, quote, a culture. We've, we need Urban Meyer to create a culture of winning in, in Jacksonville. You guys are all all-star, former all-star football players. I'm sure you went to work every day. You didn't need a coach to get you to focus. I mean, we've got Trevor Lawrence. Did you hear his comment recently? Yeah, he oh, respected yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. He's criticizing Meyer about having, I think, one of the running backs didn't play enough, right? And then I I saw a most recent quote about Lawrence that was disturbing. He said, oh, well, now that Urban Meyer's gone, I think we'll we'll have more focus in the locker room. Clarity. Clarity. Clarity, clarity, really, dude? Really? Well, we all go to work every day, rain, shine, or snow, right? We go to work. I'm a trial lawyer. I got to go to a courtroom 
whether I'm having issues with my daughter, whether I'm not feeling well at all, whether the world's not treating me well at all, I still am laser focused when I go in that courtroom. Why does, why does he need to have uh, uh, the right kind of coach in the locker room to have clarity? That's ridiculous. And then one last comment so I can vent and let you guys go. Sure. Yeah, I'm, a big steal- I'm a big Steelers fan, right? Yeah. I, love the I, grew- yeah, I grew up in Latrobe, right? Where yeah. They train every summer, right? Yeah. Plaxico. Yeah. There you go. Rock. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. What, what about my buddy with my last name? Chase Claypool, mm, right? Chase. We're not related. Chase? Chase. My, I mean, remember recently when they got blown out by the Bengals and, and, and Chase, Chase is up there saying, hey, man, maybe we need, some, we need a different kind of music during practice to get us <laughs> to like, perform better. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, All right. Mike so, take that too well. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, I think, I, think, I think the Urban Meyer situation is a little deeper than we're talking about. I personally think this is kind of a, a trend in, in professional sports where, where we're, we're blaming coaches too much for really what players should be delivering on the field. And I think maybe we'll have a show some other time where we talk about what, what, what's the collateral damage of, of, like, these young athletes now. With, I'm sure you guys have heard about the NFTs, the yeah. name, image, likenesses, the NILs. I mean, yeah. you want these players. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to get money for who? Me. It's me, me, me. It's not we, we, we. So mm. when these professional coaches are getting these young kids coming out of you know, high school, some high school kids are getting millions of dollars now, college athletes getting it, and then they're jumping into the pros, and you, you want to put the burden on the coach to create a culture? Good luck with that, man. Man, that's that that you brought it right here. That's Brian Claypool. Uh, make sure you check my man out. He's a civil rights attorney. Regularly appears on on and and provides legal commentary on various Fox News outlets. Make sure you follow him at Brian dot Claypool on IG. B B C. We got to do this again, man. Like yes. anything yes. legally uh-huh. speaking, we got to bring the, the the heavyweight out. Like we we had to <laughs> yeah. pull him out for this one, my friend. Yeah, I didn't. Hey, I, I didn't need. I didn't need that energy boost that like the DJ. Yeah, we're gonna send you some. We appreciate you coming on, Brian. You bet, man. Yeah, right. Merry, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you guys. You got. Yeah, All Merry right. Christmas yeah, to you. Guys. <laughs> All right, let, let's get to our man uh, for for trending Kevin figures. What we got? All right, guys, we'll start in the NBA. Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant has been placed in health and safety protocols. He becomes the eighth Nets player to enter protocols over the last couple of days. Nets are scheduled to host Orlando tonight. Durant was already not expected to play as he manages his minutes and a nagging ankle injury. Also, according to multiple reports, Cavaliers rookie Evan Mobley has just been placed in protocols as well. One game in the association is underway. The Rockets with a 31-23 lead over the Pistons late in the first quarter. In college bowl action, Western Kentucky and Appalachian State are tied at 24 with about a minute 50 remaining in the first half at the Boca Raton Bowl. Potential top 10 pick quarterback Malik Willis and Liberty will take on Eastern Michigan in the Lending Tree Bowl around 540 Eastern. In college troops third ranked Purdue, Purdue has a 19-15 lead over Butler in a game you can watch on Fox. About eight minutes to go there in the first half. A COVID outbreak in the Memphis program calls today's game against 18th ranked Tennessee to be canceled. Big game tonight in the NFL. 7-6 Colts will host the 9-4 Patriots who will be without running back Damian Harris who was out with a hamstring injury. Back to Up On Game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, it's Over Like This. I'm on your head with James Jackson. What up, Jack? 
What up, guys? What's the word, man? Hey, hey, he need that M drive too the way he came on this joint. It's an M drive morning, ain't it? Man, that energy boost M drive. Yeah. As much as I would love to try some of that M12, I don't need no energy boost, man. I'm all I'm ready to go. You guys know what I do, man. How you guys doing? Going good. On. What do you do, man? Get on, because we about to get on your head. Whose head you going to get on for? Nah, on man. Look, 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 look. Before y'all get on mine, man, it's time for me just to address the elephant in the room. I know you guys just had a great interview with your guy, Brian Claypool, talked all about it. Everybody's talking about it. So it's my turn, man. You guys know where I'm going with this. Urban Meyer, I'm on your head, man. It's, it's, it's gone too long, man. It's, it, took only, it took him only about 13 games to become history in the NFL, right? And from Urban Meyer to Urban Legend that quick, I mean, that's tough. That, that, that life really comes at you fast. And we've seen a lot of college coaches make, you know, this transition to the NFL and struggle before, man. And I'm not sure what he thought. Like, Urban, do you think a good team was just going to fall into your lap? <laughs> only, only one thing falls into his lap, man, and it's not a good football team. We know that. But at least he's leaving the Jags in good hands, right? A 2-11 record, obviously one of the worst teams in the NFL, and I really did try my best to look, LeVar Plus and TJ, to really look at their numbers, and they really rank no higher than about like 25th in the NFL in most major, major offensive categories. I mean, they got, I believe, yards per attempt. They're maybe like fourth or fifth in the NFL with 4.6, so I'll give them that, but I don't have to dive too deep into all the numbers and the, and the advanced stats to let everybody know that the situation in Jacksonville was just shaky, baby. Like, nothing about it was good. And to me, this, this was – I'm not sure how you guys feel about this, but it was a complete failure on the part of Urban Meyer for me, man. And to the point where I'm not sure we can truly evaluate Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback. At least I can't. I need to see him be in a, in a stable situation before I judge because we know the talent was there. We saw it all through Clemson, all through really coming up. So I need to see him in a good situation before I truly evaluate what we have in Trevor Lawrence. But regardless of all of that, the terrible play on the field plus the foul play off the field. I mean, Urban Meyer is starting to sound a lot like Oscar Meyer, the way people got some beef with him, man. I'm on your head. <laughs> baloney. <laughs> it's a whole lot of baloney going on here. Hey, Vaughn. And that was a nice little punchline, by the way. That was a nice little punchline. Hey, listen. Thank you, sir. I had to get one in. I had to get one in. What would you got, Hey, Vaughn, I'll pose a question for you, man. All right. I want to get into the personal side of this whole situation. You know, around every mile. Listen, I've never met the guy. I don't know him. So everything for me is basically, you know, speculative and hit or you know, and hearsay. Mm-hmm. But you guys do know him. You know, you guys have given him nothing but high praise and uh, you know, he's respectful, you know, his football acumen, you know, all of those things and and you know, listen, it's a small fraternity, man. When everybody yep. is saying, you know, the same thing. You know, it can't be that far removed from the truth. Like, w- where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. So, 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 Var, for you, uh, do you view him any differently now moving forward, what we are learning, what people are saying, uh, and, and how the players are saying it was coached, and how, and how they were treated by him? So, uh, how do you view him now? I haven't heard one player quote it. I haven't seen it. I haven't read it. I haven't heard it. Have any of y'all? No, I, I think I heard Marvin Jones come out and say he. Well, Trevor Lawrence said he created a he, he was basically creating a bad in, environment where the players weren't comfortable at. I didn't That's his quarterback. That. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see that. I, th- I thought that that it was more or less the the quotes that I saw from him were that 
that he had respect for Urban Meyer and that, you know, they I mean, he's going to go. he's gonna say that. that. But that's what I'm saying. So, I'm, uh, again, if, if I'm giving my opinion based off of my assumptions off of having met him, I don't know him, know him. I had an affinity for him after I met him and spent time with him uh, when we were doing, you know, our work at FS1 at Fox. And the one thing that I really enjoyed about being around him was his knowledge, but also his his knowledge of, of guys from the past. Like he was rattling off, you know, guys that, that played in our era, guys before our era, and, and just the personal touch of, of how it related to him and his life and his career, which I thought was, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. It was genuine. It didn't seem disingenuous at all. So I had a great I had a great uh interactions with with the coach but my whole thing is this right when you start getting into situations where you bring in coaches and 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 there you inherit players ultimately when you lose the way that they're losing as much as they've lost nobody wants to get up every day and go to work when you losing like that nobody wants to deal with one another when you're losing like that nobody wants to handle things in the most professional ways. In fact, you go into self-preservation. And I think because he didn't bring in guys that were his guys, like these were these were guys that, you know, like lead guys that are all, you know, they bring in Bevel or whatever. They, they have Schottenheimer there. These are all lead guys that, to me, understand the idea and the, the usage of the tool self-preservation. And, and so for me, to hear that all of these reports were coming out and all these things were being said, that that was self-preservation, man. That that's like let's 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 roll him under the bus. Let's conveniently roll Urban under the bus. One, we know the public doesn't care for him. One, right? For two, for two, we're not winning. So that means your job is on the line. Your job is on the line. Our job is on the line, which means that you got to go home and you got to look at your wife and your kids or whoever it is you go home and you look at and you got to look at them with the idea and the understanding that this could be it for you as a coach or as a player. So to me, what I think played this is what I think played out. I think what played out is that this situation, this situation has has ultimately led to showing more of how the dysfunction of organizations plays out in the National Football League more so than it being an indictment on a coach that did a bad job of turning around a bad team. And and I and I hear you. I hear you a lot of the points you're trying to say, Lavar, I do. But this public perception you're talking about with Urban wasn't created by the Jaguars. It was created by him first. And then uh, to me, that's the first domino to fall to this dysfunctional organization happening with the Jaguars. It wasn't right from, from get-get. And to, to be a, a coach in the NFL, and I'm sure you guys obviously can, can speak to this a lot better than I can, but from the position you know, that I have, it seems to me that to be a, a coach in the National Football League takes a, a different type of, uh, I'll say, character than it does even from a coach uh, in college. And you have to, it's different to be a great extra and O guy and know the game. Most of them do. You don't, you don't get to that level without having a knowledge of the NFL. But to be like a leader of men, I think, takes a certain character that not everyone just possesses. And when you do things like, you know, kick your kicker and, and say, you know, make your effing field goals or, or you look in a meeting <laughs> and, and, and surround. And, and, and you're, Ain't nobody you're, sweating no kick that damn ball, man. Ain't nobody sweating that. Don't go down <laughs> that road. 
Wait, Don't go watch, down that road, Jack. Man, we got to continue this conversation because I got to get my points across. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Hey, hey James, uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. We appreciate uh, appreciate you instigating this even more, uh, <laughs> agitating the situation yeah, even no, more. You know I like to start a pot. You know I like to start a pot. That's know, a beautiful yeah, baby. thing. We love it. We love it. Make sure you ta- check out James Jackson on Straight Facts Podcast. Uh, on the newly launched uh, Up on Game Presents, that's that's one of the, the cornerstone uh, flagship shows that, that will be airing and launching. So make sure you guys check him out. Uh, they do a super awesome job, and, and I think that James is, is an up-and-coming star in this business. So make sure you check him out, man. Uh, yeah, we're going, we're going to take a quick break, um, and after we come back from the break, as you heard TJ speak, uh, he wants to stay on this Urban Meyer conversation. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on that, but we also have other things that we want to get to as well, so make sure you stay tuned in to us. And, and by the way, um, while you're taking a break on this, uh, on this commercial, think about Ram trucks. You know, I, I need you all to think about this. You know why? Because, well, it's that time of the year, and I, I want you to really roll out in style. I want you to get off that couch and be motivated to get to the stadium parking lot. You could do that by jumping into a Dodge Ram. This season, do it right. Pack up your coolers, your grills, your widescreen TVs. Load them up onto that beautiful Ram truck. The brand that's redefining what a truck can be. Ram leads the pack in interior design technology and overall quality. In fact, J.D. Power just ranked the Ram as the number one brand in new vehicle quality in the entire automotive industry. So the first time a truck brand has ever scored that high had to be a Ram, right? Ram trucks have a rugged durability. It can haul what you need, but it also makes you feel good while you're on the inside. The interior is super, super fly, super, super nice. So every time you go to where you're going to, it's going to be a pleasure get behind the wheel of a truck brand that will turn heads every time you roll up get ready for a football weekend get ready for a football game get ready for anything with a ram truck learn more about what ram has to offer at ramstruck.com for 2021 jd power award info visit jdpower.com slash awards as you heard tj is all lathered up he's ready to go speaking of lathered up paul and woodley we're gonna bring on our man rep butler from pretty pretty level we're gonna get to a lot of good things here on up on game um but right now we're gonna take a quick break so stay tuned it's fox sports radio hey it's ben host of the fifth hour with ben maller along with my trusty sidekick david gascon would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey you're asking what in god's name is the fifth hour I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Hope you're getting ready for everything and feeling good about the holiday season. Uh, you know how you can feel better about the holiday season. And how is it? Well, I mean. How is that? Hopefully you're going to tell us. I'm going to let you know how it is. All right. You perform your best with M-Drive. The supplement for driven men that supports healthy testosterone production to boost energy and strength. Visit mdriveformen.com for free shipping and a 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. 
get you some M drive. Mm-hmm. All right. So take us through through the M drive of of TJ's mind right now as it applies to Urban Meyer. You was feeling pretty. You was feeling pretty uh, uh, emotional about it in that last nah, that last it, break. What, what, what my, you got? My, my thoughts were this: number one, our interactions with Urban were were fantastic. We'll we will both agree to that. And we a lot of times interacted with him together, you and I, and, and mm-hmm. himself, just, just talking football. And I, like anybody else, thought he was going to do a great job. But this is what happens. Adversity reveals our character. He had never had really any type of adversity. I mean, his first head coaching job was Bowling Green. He goes 8-3 and three and 9-3. and three. At Bowling Green, he bounces. He leaves Utah, goes 10-2. and two. And so – if you just if you look at it, he goes ten and two. He goes twelve and zero. With, with Alex Smith as his quarterback, he bounces. He goes to Florida. We know what happened in Florida. He wins. He leaves. He goes to Ohio State. We know what happens at Ohio State. He wins. He had never had this type of adversity before in his coaching career. He's won everywhere he's been. He, he's he's but, lost but is that not adversity? You gotta you gotta overcome adversity to have the type of seasons that he's having. I mean, could that be a tad bit overstated? Ad, I mean, adversity in a in way terms that of lo- losing. Yeah, he's never lost like this. And what you said earlier is so important that I don't think people might have paid attention to. This is why coaches hire their guys mm-hmm. because a coach can really go in on his guys and they don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Meyer's assistant coaches took it personal, and that's why we've heard about this. Oh, he called us losers. If those are his guys, they don't take it personal. They work, quote, unquote, harder. And, you know, this is – Because they know him. They so, know so TJ, him. Can't the, can't, the, can't the head coach hire anybody that he wants? Yeah, but I, I don't know So why happened. can't he get his guy? <laughs> Well, I have been working elsewhere, but the head coach can hire anybody that he wants. Well, however it went down, those weren't his those weren't his guys. And 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 for what it's worth, listen, I don't know much about Jacksonville, but I have watched and, and read and, and listened to how things are done there and and it just seems to be a tad bit ass backwards there. I mean, they call themselves Florida. They really are uh, Georgia. Man, uh, hey. Really Georgia. I mean, I, I uh, let's start there. I they mean, better they, go they, get Marvin Lewis, man. They, they got to do better. They better go get Marvin Lewis. So who's going to be the interim coach? Daryl Bevel. Bevel. Bevel's the offensive coordinator. The guy, and, and here's the funny thing, right? You make him the 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 head coach interim and and he's different, right? Like he's a he's a league guy. He he's been in the league. But but this he's team He's real has, chill, man. He's real chill. But they've been struggling. They've been struggling with him as the OC. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it ain't like the play calling and everything is going to change based off of Urban not being there. It was Bevel's. It was his it was his his strategy. It was his offense. Well, this trash that we're seeing on the offensive side, that's his. That's his they, trash. They need better players, man. They're going to go ahead and go to uh, Jersey and see if they can get plaques out of retirement. Oh wow! Yeah, well, they, they better stay down there. <laughs> oh, wow. ain't gonna do them no good coming up here. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We got legendary moments coming up. We got Rep Butler coming up. Pretty left hook to to preview uh, what we got going on with the Paul uh, Woodley fight. What to expect? Uh, make sure you stay tuned. We'll do a little crosstalk with Joy as well. You know, Joy comes after us. That's Joy Taylor. That is so. Make sure y'all. 
Stay locked in. Stay tuned in. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio, up on game. 